Hi there, I'm Veronica Wilhelm, and I'm here to tell you how to have the best day ever at work. Welcome to season two of How to Have the Best Day Ever at Work, the podcast that helps you bring organizational development to all corners of your life. So this season, we're going to be focusing on um, sort of non-traditional workplaces. So when I say workplace, most people think of office environments. They think of the places they work that produce wages for them. They think of the most common kind of definition of work and the spaces associated with that. And while organizational development is most visibly deployed in sort of traditional workplaces, I think it can be just as much, if not more valuable in non-traditional workplaces. To me, a workplace is anywhere a group of people are trying to achieve a common goal. So families, friends groups, churches, sports teams, community groups, and organizations made of volunteers. So take, for example, your kid's sports team. If you're like me, you quickly take on a role that's like snack parent, or you're arranging carpools, you're the one assisting at a practice or two, you're checking in with parents to make sure everyone has a jersey in the right size, or that everyone has their team color swag ready for the game. Or even if you're not enthusiastic about youth soccer, you and a fellow parent bond over your shared love of your like travel coffee mugs, the camping chair you bring, or the book you've brought to kill time while your kid gets worn out like the golden retriever that they are. To pretend that this isn't work is just false. If you think any of that comes effortlessly, then you are likely um, the one benefiting from all the coordination and care and text messages that happen to keep things rolling. But those of us in the thick of it are applying the same skills we likely get paid for to this experience that only pays us in like more laundry and hopefully a tired kid who will chill out for the rest of the day. Because these groups are mostly made of volunteers, the dynamics are a little different than a workplace where you're paid for your output and performance. These organizations are pretty universal, and I can all but guarantee everyone will interact with one in their lives, either as a participant or an active volunteer. For me, my current volunteer roles are in my small condo association's HOA, my son's PTA, and volunteer pro bono work I do for small organizations. But I've also been the one coordinating gifts for my son's teachers, being an executive board member of a nonprofit, organizing study groups for undergraduate, graduate, certificate programs, giving feedback as a community chorus singer, um, and being an active part of a professional organization. All of these are non-paid roles in volunteer organizations that benefited from organizational development. And just some statistics on volunteering that was collected by the U.S. Census Bureau and AmeriCorps. In the United States, about 25% of the population volunteers, and volunteers are most likely to be baby boomers and millennials. Gen X, what's your your story? Hmm? Let's get in on that. On average, these people volunteer about 52 hours per year or one hour a week and are most likely to contribute to charities and organizations that deal with hunger and homelessness, health and wellness, faith and spirituality, and animals and wildlife. They are worth about $200 billion to their communities annually, $200 billion. And their labor is valued at around $28.54 per hour, which if you're doing the math, that's like four times the federal minimum wage. In the United States, the most likely person to volunteer is a woman between the ages of 34 and 55 with a child under the age of 18. 
And this is true for both formal volunteering, which is like volunteering through an organization, and informal volunteering, which is like helping out friends and neighbors with things like childcare and meal cooking and elder care. So it's something that has a huge benefit and impact to our society. It's not just this standalone thing that happens like over there. Everyone is impacted by the work done in these spaces. A quick note this season, I'll be using the term volunteer to describe any place you're doing um, unpaid work. That means even some of this might apply to your family systems. Some of us do a lot of unpaid work in those. So let's equip y'all with some more information about how to make these spaces benefit you. This season, we'll be talking about how to pick organizations to volunteer your time with. What I think is the one thing all volunteer organizations need to function better that almost none of them have. How to know when to intervene and push for change in a volunteer org. What does it mean to have a space like this that is non-traumatizing? And some scripts along the way to help you get what you need and make the organization better and healthier for you. I'm so glad you could join me today. Share this episode with someone who you think needs to hear it. Follow me on Instagram at Veronica and sign up for my newsletter at wilhelmconsulting.com. Yeah, check the show notes for the links to everything. Check the show notes. <laughs> check where? The show notes. Check the show notes. <laughs> Excellent.